Man, you're interrupting my game. Ride out. On who, bro? Bro, I can't hear you say that again. Ride out on who? I'm coming. Give me two minutes. Two minutes. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. And guys, that's why the manager of Ikhwan Muslimin is a very dead. No, no. Yo, we doing, bro? Yo, we doing, my bro? Relax, man. What we doing, bro? You said it's a ride-up. Yeah, bro, but in the car, man. The show. Huh? Ride out in the car, man. Just the clothes, bro. Often candy crosses Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu brothers and sisters That right there is an Audi RS3 This is Rideout and my name's Abu Bakr Let's get into the car and talk about today's episode Bismillah So in today's episode we've got the Audi RS3 aka the Pocket Rocket One of the best and fastest hot hatchbacks that you can buy today uh, This car was kindly provided to us by the brothers over at Revival Remaps It has got a pop and bang remap on it so every time you let go of the accelerator, you hear a lot of loud pops and bangs. Uh, it's really, really nice. 2.5 litre engine. It's got, you know, four wheel drive. So all of that power goes straight to the wheels and you're gone. So let's start the episode. Okay, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah Amma ba'd, assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Brothers and sisters, welcome to a, another episode of Ride Out uh, In today's episode we are in the legendary Pocket Rocket AKA the RS3, AKA the Pop and Bang uh, remap car um, you know, This car alhamdulillah uh, It's an amazing little car um, And uh, it was provided to us by the brothers at Revival Remaps Big shout out to them So in today's episode, Mr. Dowman First, why is it called Pop and Bang? Why is it called Pop and Bang? First of all, is that even the right name? Was it Pop and Bang? It is Pop and Bang, right? Snap and Crackle, no? No, that's Rice Krispies, bro Bro, don't try it, that's what you told me the first time we recorded, that's what I thought it was called, that's what I was saying. Yeah, but uh, I've now come to know it's called Pop and Bang officially. Okay. So okay. that's the right name for it. But basically, because when you accelerate on, and you let go, I can't wait, you know, there's a car right in front of me. Oh, okay. okay. Um, when you accelerate and then um, let go of the accelerator and it decelerates, it pops and bangs, makes pops and popping and banging noises. Anyway, this is the kind of car, yeah, so I was thinking about it, yeah. First of all, you're right in that jacket. 
Yeah, I'm chilling. Are you sure? But the heat don't get to me like that, alhamdulillah. Bro, I'm dying out here in, in a t-shirt and you're wearing a jacket. You sure you're cool, yeah? Allah said, قُلْ نَارُ جَهَنَّمَ أَشَدُّ حَرَّةً Hellfire is hot. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, in today's episode, I want to talk about, because this car, it reminded me of something. Yeah, you know, like this car, it's the kind of car that you'd want on a ride out. You know, like obviously the source would ride out, but on a real ride out where, you know, you, you want to be in and out quickly. Yeah. You need a car that's going to be quick, it's kind of discreet, it's fully blacked out. Um, and it bangs as well. Yeah, but the bangs, you wouldn't really want that because that's going <laughs> to attract yeah. too much attention. Um, but people like a black car. Yeah, Blacked fast, out, small, fast, small, nimble, you get, you know, yeah. um, stable as all, you know, all wheel drive, so, you know, if you're flying, whatever. And, you know, subhanAllah, it's made me think about, you know, um, recently one brother who um, who came Umar with us, one of his close friends, subhanAllah, he passed away. So this is after COVID. Yeah, got married. Obviously during COVID-19. Last week, last week. Last week. So obviously during COVID-19, um, things kind of, you know, people weren't really out as much, so it wasn't that bad, you know. Um, but now it seems like look, we're just back to the same old back to, old back kid, to normal, kids killing stabbed, kids. Killed, it's happening like on as a if regular nothing, basis, as if nothing changed. So, you know, we've addressed in other videos about what's the reason, the core reason why people are killing other people. You know, we talk, we talk about arrogance, kibbutz, <coughs> uh, that's only for Allah, but you know, rather people you know attain it themselves. Um, we spoke about, you know, whether it's to do with music, girls, money, whatever it might be. We know there's a problem, yeah? Without a shadow of a doubt, the problem is there. People are being killed. We know, to some extent, why they're being killed. But what's a solution for someone who is in that situation already? So, for example, a lot of the young brothers who, you know, came acting in the masjid or whatever, some of them, you know, sometimes carry weapons around with them, right? Yeah. Um, and what they say is, look, at the end of the day, every single person, yeah, like everyone th these days is carrying something with them. If I don't carry something with me, like I need to, that's me tying my camel. Of course, I have to work with Allah when I leave my house, you know, inshallah Allah will protect me or whatever. But I need to tie my camel, right? And me not carrying a weapon, I'm leaving myself open. Like, I'm leaving myself vulnerable. Like, what am I supposed to do otherwise? So, how would you answer that? So, if a brother came to you and said, look, bro, I've got ops, yeah, no two ways about it. Whether, even if I want, like, I want to start practicing now, they don't care about that. Like, what am I supposed to do in order to protect myself from the ops? Mm. So, uh, to the point where you don't have to carry a knife, you don't have to carry a weapon, you don't have to roll with a mandem, you could just be safe in other ways, basically. Is there another way of getting carrying on? Alhamdulillah, First thing, Akhi, I'm going to mention a few things that people can do where they don't have to don't have to resort to any form of weaponry, yeah? Mm. Because the thing is, when you hold that weapon, yeah. whether you like it or you're inviting trouble, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, if, some, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna see it be in a conflict situation, you got a weapon on you, right? Yeah. So now, when you pull it out, you're pulling it out assuming the guy's got one already. Yeah. And most likely he probably does as well. Probably does, yeah. So now it's kill or be killed. You're both gonna try and kill each other. Yeah, 100%. And the Prophet said, what did he say? He said, if two believers are fighting each other, the killer and the one who got killed, they're both inside the hellfire. Mm -hmm. The Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, we understand the, the one who killed, sorry, the killer 
Yeah. We understand he was in the hellfire. Yeah. But why is the maqtool, why is the one who got killed in the hellfire? Yeah. What did he do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Prophet said, Kana Haris. Haris, he was he was eager to kill his own brother. As in, if he had a chance, he would have dropped him. Yeah. It's not it's not about it was about his intention. Do you know what I'm saying? So when you pull out the knife, he pulls out the knife, one of you is gonna get it. Both you According to the hadith, are at risk of being in the hellfire. Yeah. Even him and you. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're killing each other. Now, yeah. we're not talking about self-defense here. Self-defense is is a defensive mechanism. Do you understand? Yeah. And self-defense happens when there's like you know you've taken all other avenues or whatever have you. And even self-defense has rulings, has ahkam, has fiqh connected to it. Like you don't know, you don't know the fiqh of self-defense. So how can you run to self-defense straight away? There are things you could do to avoid self-defense, even. Do you understand? And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about a situation where you don't even have to, you don't even have to face an up. How can you be in a situation where you don't even see the up? Let alone have to carry a knife for him. Do you understand? Right. So I'm gonna mention a few things. The first thing, which is the most important thing I'm gonna mention, Go on. is to worship Allah alone without giving, without any partners. To worship your king, your lord alone. What's the evidence for this? In Surah Nur, Allah Azza wa Jal said, Allah Azza wa will change the state of safety. Allah will change the state of fear into a state of safety. With what? So you are in a state of fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are fearing. The ops are after me. They're running after me. They're gonna kill me. Yeah. Allah said, Allah will remove your state of fear into a state of safety. Allah will give you safety. What's the condition that you need to come with? Okay, good. There's a condition at the end of the ayah. Allah said, Ya'budunani. Worship me alone. Wala yushrikunabi. Shay'a. Worship me alone. And don't worship anyone else besides me. Worship me alone. Don't worship anyone else besides me. No one else besides me. Akhi, if you come with this, Allah will give you complete safety. There's another ayah that further accentuates this meaning. Another ayah Allah Azza wa Jalla said, the ones who believe. And they do not mix their iman with zulm and here the Prophet said, zulm here oppression means shirk. The Prophet explained that I himself. So the ones who believe, then with their iman, they don't do any shirk, meaning they don't worship anyone else besides Allah. Yeah. Allah said, They are the ones who have safety. What kind of safety? Complete safety. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a connection here between iman, tawheed, la ilaha illallah, and what? Safety. Safety. And it's mentioned many places in the Quran. So I just want to mention it quickly. Because some brothers are going to tell me, oh, I pray. Bro, do you pray five times a day? Do you pray five times a day? Mm. You don't even pray five times a day. How can you expect Allah, the King of Kings, the one who put you in a state of safety in the first place when you were in it, and who took the safety away from you, the fact that the opposite are running after you, Allah removed the safety from you. Yeah. You have to ask for Him to give it back, but you don't pray. And when you do pray, okay, you pray five times a day, which is good, but you, what do you do? You're worshipping him, but you're still worshipping yourself. If you're not worshipping the Prophet you're not worshipping his grave, you're not worshipping some other man, you're not worshipping some other idol, you're worshipping yourself. There's an idol in your heart. Allah said, Have you not seen anyone who took his own desires as a God? His own desires, he follows them. When his desires to sleep with a girl, he sleeps with her. When his desires to get high, he gets high. When his desires to drink alcohol, drink alcohol. When his desires to listen to music, he listens to music. He listens to his desires over Allah. He obeys his desire over Allah. His desires is a God. He worships himself. Do you understand? So some brothers are like, bro, I left the roads. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm not honest anymore, but he's still sleeping with girls. Yeah. 
Yeah, we still yeah. listen to music. We still smoke weed. We still hang around with the man. Bro, you have to give in to Allah. Ya yeah, Allah said, oh, you believe come into Islam completely. Come completely into the deen. Okay? You believe in some of the book and you disbelieve in other parts of the book. Yeah. Come to Islam completely. Allah said, I will give you complete safety. You come to Tawheed completely, Allah will give you complete safety. You worship Allah completely, Allah will give you complete safety. Now that doesn't mean if you make mistakes or you slip up, Allah will take the safety away from you. No, it just means that your safety will be in correspondence to your Tawheed. Your safety will be in correspondence to your servitude and your obedience to Allah. If you slip in a bit with regards to your obedience to Allah, your safety will slip a bit. Do you understand? Yeah. That's how it will be. That's how it will be. Do you get me? But overall, if you're a brother on deed, Allah is going to take care of you. Allah is, Allah is going to take care of you. So that's the first way, the most important way. You come to Allah, Allah will give you safety. So what if someone says, look, bro, I did, I tried to start practicing and, you know, I started praying. I don't, you know, do shit as far as I know, but I'm still run me down. Huh? Ops still run me down. Like I'm walking down the high street, they'll see me in the car and start chasing me. Even though I'm in a thobe and whatnot, blah, 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 blah. Like, they're still coming after me. Like, what? Like, what am I supposed to do in that situation? Is it that? Is there a deficiency on, that I've not done, or like, how do I know? Like, how can I measure whether yes, or not? Yes. Okay. So now, do, do it coming with Tawheed and within itself will give you safety. By the way, and that's why even though the ops are running you down, you're still alive. Do you understand? Some brothers tell me, brother, ops are running us. Even though the ops are running you down, you're still alive, right? So Allah still give you safety, right? Allah still protects you, right? Yeah, okay, good, we yeah, want to up the levels yeah. now. Yeah, How do you get yeah. to a point where they don't run you down no more? How do you get to a point where they don't even see you? Yeah. How do you get to a point where they don't miss you? Now, let's talk. There's something called dhikr. Dhikr mm. is remembering Allah, making certain du'as. Yeah. The Prophet Sallallahu said, Ad-du'a! Silatul mu'minun kama qal. Du'a is the weapon of the believer. Du'a is the weapon, weapon of the believer. Of the believer. You're calling out to the king and kings and you're saying, Allah, save me. Yeah. You don't need a knife to save you now. Yeah, so yeah. for example, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, whoever comes to a place and he says, Whoever comes to a place and he makes his dua, yeah. Nothing will harm him. Nothing, nothing. This is generalization. Okay? For those who know, to feed the umum. Yeah. That when the Prophet prohibits something in a general sense, it is complete. Nothing will harm you. A snake won't harm you. Yeah. Your you know a jinn won't harm you. Yeah. Your enemies won't harm you. A scorpion won't harm you. Your kids won't harm you. The earth won't harm you. The rain won't harm you. Nothing will harm you until you leave that place. So that's why the believers, whenever they come to a place, you come to a new road, say I will Go to a new place, I Every time you come to a new place, I will be Come to a new car, I will be Go to a petrol station, I will be Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, a new place, say it. Because there you're safe until you leave. Then when you go to a new place, you say it again. Go to a new place, you say it again. And what is the dua? You're saying, You're saying, I seek refuge. I seek protection. I seek help in the complete words of Allah. The complete words of Allah is what? His decree. His decree. Mm. Okay? Because his decree is manifest in his words. He says something and then it becomes. Mm. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? And also his Quran. His Quran. You see, I can see complete refuge in Allah in his, in his speech. In the complete speech of Allah. I see complete refuge in the speech of Allah from the evil that is created. Pay attention. Pay attention. 
istiada when you say a'udhu billah you're saying Allah I need help Allah I'm weak Allah you're king Allah I'm in need Allah I'm miskeen Allah I'm faqeer Allah I'm poor Allah I'm deficient Allah I'm not the king of the block Allah I don't run the ends Allah I'm not in charge okay, you can't come to Allah asking for help and you're trying to challenge Allah with your bumping you're trying to challenge Allah say I run the block how's that a challenge to Allah? because okay, only Allah is great only Allah is untouchable only Allah is independent. Only Allah is king of kings. Only Allah you can't touch. Only Allah is irresistible. You're not irresistible. You can be resisted. Yeah. Only Allah is qahar, who subjugates. You can be subjugated. Only Allah is subjugate. Only Allah is the subjugator. You are the one who becomes subjugated. Yeah. You can't allow a subjugate the ends. Yeah. You can't say Allah, I'm qahar. You know, I'm above the ends. I'll show man what is. Yeah. Because no, then Allah will show you, no, you're not. Allah will show you, you're not. Because there was a man who did that. Qarun, Allah caused the earth to swallow him. There's a man who did that. Fir'aun, Allah caused the, earth, the, the sea to swallow him. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. Allah will show you. You can't challenge Allah. You can't challenge Allah. Even walking. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So anyway, anyway the, point, the point is that you have to come isti'ad. Isti'ad is humility. Isti'ad is dependence. Isti'ad. You can't say I'm hiring the corner. So brothers, I make the, the dua, but you still holding the knife. Akhi, the knife shows you've got isti'ad on the knife. You're trying to seek refuge in the knife. You've got to show Allah, I don't seek refuge in the life, I seek refuge in you. Allah, I don't seek refuge in a strap, I seek refuge in you. I don't seek refuge in a mandib, I seek refuge in you. What if someone says, look, like, that's me tying my camel, the same way, like when we tie a camel, is that me <coughs> seeking refuge in the rope? So now seeking refuge here, so, how, so then a person will say, where's the tying the camel here? Is the tying the camel here? Is leave the ends. As in? So let me tell you, number one, stop hanging around with the mandib. Stop hanging around with the mandib. Yeah? Because the mandib, that's your tying the camel. That's your actual because you're asking about where's but the time. If someone says that then I'll get caught sleeping on my ones, like it's strength in numbers, isn't it? If I'm with the mandem, I'm more protected than I am on my own. No, number one, the mandem bring trouble, whether you like it or not. Number two, when you hang around your ones, don't hang around in bay areas. Don't hang around in bay areas. Don't hang around in bay areas. Yeah. You you know that this is up block. Yeah. Or you know the ops are running up and down here. You're hanging around even if the ops are running through your ends. Yeah. Okay, give it a six months to a year, they'll they'll get bored. Yeah. They're looking for you, man. Yeah, yeah. Stay at home. Don't hang around. Don't hang around with a mandem. Yeah. Don't hang around in on the block. Don't hang around in open places. Yeah. Okay? And, and 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 stay at home as much as you can. The Prophet وسلم, said that when the times of fitna come, fitna, when fitna comes, bloodshed is fitna. When fitna comes, the Prophet said. Stay at home. The Prophet said the one who's walk, the one who's sitting is better than the one who's standing. Sit! Don't stand! Don't even stand! Why are you standing? And the one who's standing is better than the one who's walking. The one who's walking is better than the one who's running. The one who's running, he's running, he's out there, he's in the fitna. Yeah. He's walking, he's slower. Yeah. He might not jump into the fitna straight away. Yeah. The one who's standing, at least he's not walking, he's still. Yeah. The one who's sitting, at least he's not standing, he's not up. Yeah. So the Prophet is saying, sit down in your house, stay at home. You know what I'm saying? I am a grown man, I stay at home because of the fitna. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Not just that, Akhi. Akhi, this is what the person told you. Remember, remember the man who killed 100 people? Yeah. Akhi, well, like, this is the most practical hadith. You went and killed 100 people. Akhi, you, you done bad. And you made enemies. And you got problems, but you haven't killed 100 people, have you? You don't have 100 bodies on your name. Mm. Even Jack the Ripper didn't have 100 bodies on his name, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. That Tom Bundy guy, Akhi, even have 100 bodies on his name. Mm? That guy, that, that serial killer who killed bare women. He have a hundred women on his name. So this is hundred bodies, bro. Yeah, yeah. hundred bodies, man. It's not a joke. This guy had a hundred bodies. So he went and he asked the scholar of his time, 
What shall you do? The Prophet told the story. The Prophet said, What? He said to him, Sorry, sorry. The, the scholar said to him, You have to leave the ends. He told him, You have to leave the ends. This is a place of evil. The people here are evil. You go to this village, the people there are good. They will, they will bring you to good. And plus, look at that new area. You won't have ops. Number two, you won't have bad people that will encourage that that were that maybe encouraging you to kill you. Won't, you won't now. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying you'll be in a fresh area, good people, righteous people. Do you understand? So the man started to leave. He was sincere. He wanted to repent. Achi, after a hundred bodies, Achi, can yeah. Allah forgive you? Of course he can. He started to leave. He's walking, 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 walking. On a journey, he dies. When he dies, there's various narrations. You bring them together, you get the full story. When he dies, the two angels come down. The angel of Allah's punishment and the angel of Allah's mercy. The one of Allah's money, uh, mercy wanted to take him to Allah's mercy. He was going to repent. The angel of punishment said he never went to the village though. Yeah. He never changed, he never got there. So I'm gonna take him to the punishment of Allah. So a third angel comes to judge between them. And he said, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna measure the land. If he's closer to the village he was going to, the village of good, then yeah. we'll take him to the mercy of Allah. And if he was closer to the village of evil, we'll take him to the to the, to, to the punishment of Allah. Yeah. When they measured the earth, when they measured the earth, yeah. where was he? In the middle. No, he was closer to the village of evil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, slightly. When they measured the earth, he was closer to the village of evil. So where's he gonna go now? Punishment, right? Yeah. So Allah changed the dynamics of the earth so it would be that he was closer to the village of good. So they took him to the punishment, uh, to the mercy of Allah. I can look at that for a person who murdered a hundred people. Look at that, Aki. For a person who murdered a hundred people, Allah changed the earth for him. Subhanallah. Allah can't change the earth for you. Allah changed the dynamics of the earth for a man who murdered a hundred people. Don't think that you're past. Don't think that you're past what? So what is it he that was, he did to make him worthy of that or to make him deserve Akhi, that? He, re, he, 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 he didn't just say, I want to change. He took the steps. He tied his camel. Mm. He left the ends. Mm. Do you understand? Well, isn't, that, isn't that a bit extreme to tell no. someone to, to leave their whole life the area they've probably got family there they got friends there you know they grew up there like their barbers there like everything <laughs> that they've got is there and you want them to just because it's not as simple as just moving area because if you move area like from you know one area to the neighboring borough probably you're still gonna get caught into trouble you're talking about moving completely like from east to west london for example yeah or you know to, even to a, a different from town or a different city or, or one other country like that's a bit it's a bit mad no, no it's wedging but that's a different discussion for another day. Okay, look, you're talking about what's extreme. What's more extreme? Carrying a knife and killing someone? Or saving your life and his by leaving, to, going to a different country? Oh, sorry, by moving to a different ends? Mm -hmm. Different area? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, sometimes, you know what, I'll be honest with you, you don't even have to move from east to west. Sometimes it's from, like, for example, you live in, you live in west, and you move, for example, to the outskirts of west. Like Slough, for example. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you live in east, and you move to where, for example, like, Dagenham or something. Dagenham or something. Even though like, it's kind of east, but it's not like Manor Park East or, or Leighton East or, Leighton or, or Stratford or, or, you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. or Ilford. So obviously Dagenham isn't Manor Park or Wolverhampton or Leighton the same way that, you know, in West, if you're, if you're, if you're up saying Acton, you can move to Slough. It's not that far out. Um, but what I'd really, really empathise and feel sorry for is brothers who, they live on the strip. Like, even if you want to change, you can't, because it's not that you can't, but it's a lot harder because you go to the masjid, you're going to see the mandem. You you're, you're you, but you're not talking about brothers who live on the strip. You're brothers who live on the strip and they've been involved in madness. And yeah. Like, 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 as in it's active. Like, people yeah. Are onto them. That's what we said. So we look, desperate times calls for, call for desperate measures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now you have to leave. 
Yeah. Like, there's no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. And look, you don't understand. If you stay there, you're going to either kill someone or get killed. One of the two. Am I lying? If you stay there, you're either going to kill someone or get killed. If you kill someone, you're going to be made to leave and you're going to go to jail. Yeah. And you're going to do life. Yeah. Or if you get killed, you're going to be made to leave in a casket and you're going to go into your grave. Yeah. So you might as well actively leave in peace and mind. On your own terms. On your own terms. Like we know brothers that what? We know brothers. I know a brother. You know a brother that lived on the strip and he was in, he was he had ups that were onto him, and this beef was like people were getting dropped because of it. Yeah. So you know, at first he was like, "Oh, I, you know, it's alright. You're not gonna touch me." Da da da. Like, bro, don't be silly, man. Yeah. Bro, you get out the ends. Yeah. I think the brother got out the ends. He went to Muslim country. He's living the life now. Mm. He's seeking knowledge. Bear the mandem are going to Muslim countries. Bear the mandem are making hijra now. Mandem are going back to Muslim countries. He's living the life. I go to Muslim country. I don't have to worry about looking over my shoulder. I'm not even on the road, but me, subhanAllah, when I'm, when I'm walking, I know the world in which we live in. I don't feel safe in this country. Yeah. I go to Muslim country. I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry. I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm. Chilling. I don't even. I don't, it's weird. I, I don't even look back. I'm looking back every second I'm looking into the car windows The guy who was walking behind me Really? Yeah. That viral? Not just me actually A lot of people are bro Like I'm watching the shadows Who's walking behind me but Even like right here We're in the middle of a field like. Yeah I can look at the ends We're in though yeah. It's not London now anyway. We're out of London So I'm, I'm a bit relaxed here now Oh this isn't London? It's running here bro Is, is that not in London? No it's, uh, it's, okay, it's not London yeah So I'm saying look, look, look at the ends It's like come on, you, you feel a bit more But in London you know actually. Look at where I am you know what what the saying? sad thing about that is, is that you feel safer in this in like, you know the areas that are populated heavily by Kufar yeah. compared to you know the ends where it's like you've got them you know because really truly most people your ops are going to be other Muslims like yeah. people that we know of who is it it's Somali kids it's Pakistani kids it's you know it's North African kids North African kids it's, 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 it's Muslims black African you know Muslims it's, it's Muslims killing Muslims a lot of the time a lot of the time in, and obviously what we come into contact with mainly is Muslims killing other Muslims and that's sad I mean not Muslims are doing it as well but, no, of course, but of unfortunately course. you know what it is Muslims are an ethnic minority who were placed in particular areas and those are the areas that are most likely struck with this kind of culture yeah. drugs poverty and you know, that's why it's rampant there, you know what I'm saying I guess it gets to get out lens. so look so if you could summarise everything that we've mentioned into one small piece of advice final advice yeah what would that final advice be this will be my final advice. The religion of Islam came to protect five things. It came to protect five things. You tell me if you want this to be... You tell me if you want Allah to protect these things for you. Because this is what Islam... If you follow Islam, the rules of Islam, if you follow and obey the rules of Islam, the laws of Islam, it results in these five things automatically being protected. Number one, your religion. That's why shirk and bid'ah was rebuked. Your life. That's why killing and things that kill was rebuked. Number three... Your wealth, that's why stealing and riba was made impermissible because your wealth is to be protected. Number four, your sanity, that's why drugs and alcohol was because of your sanity. And number five, your honor, that's why zina, fornication, sleeping around, adultery was made haram so that the honors of the people can be protected. This woman, her honor can be protected. That child that's born, its honor can be protected. Do you understand? Yeah. So do you agree that you want these five things to be protected? Okay, cool. Now, if you want Islam to protect your life, you can't say I'm a believing part of the Quran and not another part. I'm gonna take the part about what that will protect my life, but not protect my my honor because I want to sleep around with women. Mm. I'm gonna take the part to protect my life, but I'm not gonna take the part that what uh, about the sanity because I like to smoke drugs, I like to drink alcohol. 
So I stopped carrying life, but I'm going to do this. You know why? Because you believe, Allah said, kitab. Do you believe in a part of the book? And you disbelieve in another part. You're playing games with Allah. Allah said, if you, if you want the benefit of Islam, Allah said, enter into Islam completely. When you come to Islam completely, to stay away from the shirk and the bidah so, and, and the sins so your religion can be protected. And to stay away from the killing and the carrying of the knife so your life can be protected. And to stay away from what the riba and the, and the stealing and the armed robberies and the fraud so that the wealth can be protected. And to stay away from what the alcohol and the drugs so your sanity can be protected. And to stay away from sleeping around and pornography and this, that, and looking at women and, and so your honor can be protected. That's when all five will be protected together, inshallah. If not, you'll see a person, will, you'll be drinking, sleep with a girl, and that girl will be an up block, and then you get clapped. Or you're high, and someone starts with you, you poke him. Yeah. It, it, it will all come back to it, do you understand? One leads to the other. One leads to another. And you can't say, Allah, I want your mercy, I want your protection, but I only want your protection in this, but Allah don't want you to protect me in the, in the rest. No, come to Islam completely. Follow all the rules. Even some of the brothers that we've seen, they stop smoking, stop hanging around girls, stop carrying weapons, but they still do dumb things. They hang around on the block. And the religion told you, stay at home now. Mm. The religion, the prophet actually told you in a situation, stay at home. But then you, you're not following Islam completely, are you? Follow it to the T. Follow it letter by letter. Or then maybe your life isn't valuable to you. Don't pretend like your life is valuable to you. Because yeah. you're either going to kill someone and go to jail, and that's your life gone most likely, Except in few situations, or you're they're gonna get killed. killed. You're gonna get killed. And then what do you have? You got the day of judgment, which is an afterlife to wait for. So you don't really, really you don't really care. Don't pretend like you care. You don't pretend. Don't pretend like you care about yourself. Do you get me? That'd be my final advice. Come to Islam completely, brother. Oh, that's a man. I'm just laughing. That was very, very beneficial. Mm -hmm. Inshallah, the man they're watching will benefit from that. And um, and yeah, Inshallah, we'll see you guys in the next episode of Ride Out. If you if you're watching this, you got a rental company or you know someone who does, would be you know interested in getting their cars on the show. Um, just drop us a message, inshallah, um, on the C sessions or message Dalman on Instagram uh, or email uh, session at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, let us know, inshallah. And maybe you know we can arrange something, work something out, inshallah. But yeah, Skin see you guys on the next episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Peace. I still don't know how you did the whole show. I'm sweating buckets here, bro, in the t shirt. I'm chilling. <laughs>